A beautiful day to your rollers. Your loving sound guy here. What you're about to hear is an episode of Alarian Archives, a bonus podcast created by Alex and Brandon for our Patreon supporters. With the group making their merry way back to Alaria, we figured everyone would like just a wee bit of information on the continent at large. And if you like what you hear, you can find the other episodes on our Patreon at patreon.com slash goblinscrawlers. It's Alex here from Quid Pro Roll and Alpha Comics and Games and sometimes Goblins and Growlers. And you're listening to Alarian Archives, which is the deep dive on the QPR world that uh, we never get to explore because they're too busy wrestling. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for tuning into our uh, Patreon exclusive bonus podcast. And today uh, we're going to dive into uh, the history of Alaria. We're going to start diving into Alaria. Well, like we can start, we can like, diving in doesn't mean we're going to complete the dive today. (laughs) They're going to know like the bedrock composition of Alaria by the end of this. This is what three-year-olds living in Alaria know about Alaria. There we go. Uh, So first of all, I hope you all remember uh, how to use the bathroom. Because if we're doing the three-year-old thing, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know like at what point, what, what many three-year-olds know. I don't remember either. <laughs> yeah, this is what's, what the problem is, is when, like, two childless people are like, let's reference things children know. And then we just kind of freeze up and we're like, stuff and also things. Toys. Diapers. Well, it, also, like, at what age are, you know, children potty trained? Like, I don't, I don't. My, I remember that, like, for my parents, they thought it couldn't come soon enough. So. Mm-hmm. Welcome to our podcast <laughs> talking about child rearing for the childless. <laughs> So child rearing in Alaria. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Alaria, like we talked about in in the first ep- in the, sort of our starter episode, was Alaria is sort of the magical, more kind of traditional swords and sorcery kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's currently uh, ruled by a single queen, uh, Queen Elise. And it has an order of knights that serve like directly under her that while they don't have like actual legal power for the most part, they act as her emissaries. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of like, you know, political pull. They have a lot of social pull. They're influencers. They, they are uh, hashtag influencers. Yes. Uh, though they are selected from like the best of the best of the warriors in Alaria. Uh, so they're, they're no joke by any stretch. And there are seven of them. Uh, which is actually a parallel between the Boros Empire, which also has a league of seven elite knights. Uh, a lot of historians, because uh, so the fun fact, a lot of stuff that I wrote in QPR is here's what historians in this world think rather than here's what it actually was, because I like having conflicting mm-hmm. existing theories. Well, that also gives you a little bit of leeway to change your mind if later you feel like it needs to be something else. It does. Like, if I want to be super indecisive, I can be like, well, pork and alestos. I'm just going to do both and have people <laughs> argue about it and have it be, like, really contentious in Alarian historical circles. But uh, there's a lot of theory that the Boros Empire and the Alari and, and the Kingdom of Alaria were actually two, like, either sister nations or were one nation at one point. And then, mm-hmm. you know, millennia back, it broke off. And But that's why, because those are the only two nations that have a seven night emissary system. That's a, like, that leads me to a, what I think is a really good question. It's like, so, like, 
how much history do we have before it starts getting into prehistory and I don't know what's going on or we're just relying on sort of the archaeological record and stuff like that? You're going to have about 800 to 1,000 years of mm-hmm. just basic history, you know, that that you're going to be able to traditionally pull from. Uh, there were records before that, but 300 years ago when everything, you know, went to pot, there was a lot of stuff that was destroyed. Uh, because it was literally a world-spanning conflict. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was essentially their burning of the Library of Alexandria okay. on a couple of, of things. But the stuff that you guys have operationally to work with is about 800 to 1,000 years of history. Okay. Before it gets to the point where they're like, shrug! Mm-hmm. Before it becomes like Canticle for Leibowitz territory and it, stuff like before that. It beco- before it becomes the point where they're like, well, we can fight about this and it will never be resolved. <laughs> Um, but they have that that seven night system mm-hmm. um, in Alaria. It, it's very very lush, and because it has such a strong presence of magic users, uh, because there's actually a academy in Alaria that is for magical training, um, and it's 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 their equivalent of Yale. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a big 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 deal. It's a huge academy, and it's in the capital city of Marine. Uh, which is also where the seat of power is, which is where the main castle of Alaria is. So let me let me ask you a quick question about that. Mm-hmm. So is this just like straight up monarchy, or is it like a constitutional monarchy, or what is it? Um, it's it's constitutional, but honestly, their constitution is really weak. Mm-hmm. Um, they they currently benefit from the fact that their leader is pretty benevolent. Mm-hmm. But honestly, if some if if she dies and another mm-hmm. ruler comes to power, that's not quite as you know kind as she is. Uh, it, it could cause problems. Their constitution is really, really weak because it was written basically on a handshake mm-hmm. rather than actual. It wasn't like the Magna Carta where like it was like this big like you are now following this. It was more like, hey, you should probably set some rules to your power. And the monarch was like, OK, I guess I'll write these. And that's what happened. Mm-hmm. So it's a constitutional monarchy, but it's a constitutional monarchy almost entirely in theory. Is, it, is there like a parliament or anything? There isn't. Okay. Uh, it's pretty much entirely the uh, king. There's, there's the king or queen, and then there's the noble system. Mm-hmm. And if you have enough nobles, you have enough money and power and army to depose mm-hmm. the ruler. But there's not a legal system to do so, mm-hmm. uh, which is problematic if 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 things go sideways. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of a part of the reason that that hasn't been addressed is during the conflict, Alaria was the only nation that completely sided with the metallic dragons. Mm-hmm. And the reason that they haven't been completely decimated the way like Talaire and Ocean Var got was because they have so many magic users that they were able to set essentially a magical security system throughout. Their continent, like throughout the main populated areas of their continent, like Marine, the, mm-hmm. their capital city, is is built in such a way that it's almost entirely warded. There is there is so much to that city, and there's so much magic infused in that city that even a really powerful dragon wouldn't go mess with it because of the power that that area commands. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes it so that the fact that they have really lush farmland, they have a lot of resources. They have really, really good soil. They have a lot of water. They have mm-hmm. a really beautiful, green, lush country. And the resources haven't been taken away from them because they're powerful enough to protect those resources. Because especially like a nation like Oshanvar, which doesn't have the same kind of farmland 
that Alaria does, because Oshenvar has a couple of really, really lush jungles, but that's also like next door to the desert that mm-hmm. they have. It's uh, And it's only separated by like a mountain range. So Alaria, which has this like all these amazing resources, can also protect their resources from being taken. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It's really, really powerful. And because they're basically... They're not isolationists, but because they're so rallied against, like, we are the safe country, they, they, that's sort of the, what the populace kind of thinks. Uh, they don't have any real reason to uprise against the person who's controlling that safety right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, Queen Elise is actually, like, really, really kind. She's she's pretty sweet. Uh, it's actually currently a problem because she is about in her 50s right now, mm-hmm. and she has no husband and no heir and there's sort of a discussion starting right now in Alaria by the time that, you know, the QPR group gets there and is starting to interact more with the world that what are they going to do when Queen Elise dies? Can she not name an heir? Um, it hasn't been done. And mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that she can't. And that doesn't mean that that's not an option. I'm I'm going to tell you right now, I haven't written what the actual result of that is because I'm pretty sure you guys are going to influence it so much mm-hmm. that I am just kind of being like, here are the options. And then I'm just going to. Can Gravy Boat become the king? That is unlikely. Uh-huh. But you know what? You can <laughs> you can live your best life. I mean, look, you already have office in another country, so yeah. that might be a conflict of interest. Oh, I would definitely resign from the uh, emeritus guard captaincy of Palavar if it meant I could be a warrior king. Oh, my. Uh, no, please do not be a warrior king in Alaria. <laughs> Alaria is not a warlike country. They are. You're going to be, you're, you're basically going to be the war king of a bunch of sad academics. That's like, that's <laughs> That's what you're going to be. You will be literally king of the magic nerds. Like, that's not going to be, I think, a place. The weeb king. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be a fun place for Boat to sit. Uh-huh. Um, but no, you know, you could. You, weirder things have happened, like all of QPR. Uh-huh. But yeah, so that's that's sort of the the base. Uh, Alaria is mostly populated by, like, humans, elves, half-elves, halflings, um, Firbolg, changelings, like a bunch of the more like sort of magical races tend to live in Alaria. There's a higher fey population in Alaria than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also because a lot of fey got killed mm-hmm. uh, in the wars because uh, some decidedly sided, you know, with the chromatics because it would bring more chaos. And then others like the Glade of the Nymphs that, you know, that Alden, you know, sits with. Uh, were more interested in preserving nature, which they felt the chromatics would fight against. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's sort of the population that's under there. And there are occasional rare... Um, how do you say it? Is it Asimar or Asimar? I say Asimar. You say Asimar? Yeah. Uh, that, Look, you got no business criticizing my pronunciations. Oh, roll an Arcana check. Yeah, okay. What are you talking about? <laughs> you knew what I meant. <laughs> And, and also, I can't unlearn saying Arcana. Like, I know it's Arcana. Or Ar- I, I heard one person who was like, roll an, Ar- an Arcana check. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, that's a that's a whole lot of, of, of syllables I didn't think belonged in that word. Uh, but no, Arcana, I know is wrong. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I'm ever going to change it. But no, like, I, I thought it was um, ASMR. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be ASMR. The best part is we can all be right. Yeah, we could all be right by all being wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the knights, uh, the seven knights, actually the knight captain, is mm-hmm. an ASMR. Okay. And I love her very much. She's, I'm, I'm very excited for you guys to run into her because 
she's going to be so frustrated. <laughs> she's so like, get things done. <laughs> and then you guys are going to show up and she's going to be like, oh, no. Uh, so like, do the knights like you said that they don't really have any authority other than just like influencing? I mean, so they have authority in practice. They don't have any authority written into the law. Okay. Um, they are emissaries for the queen, but the queen also only selects, and, and most of the rulers from Alaria that have selected their knights only select knights that they absolutely would trust making decisions mm -hmm. um, and using as authority figures. Mm -hmm. So in, in theory, no, the knights don't have any real power other than doing the things that the queen sends them to do. But in practice, the knights have a lot of political influence. They have a lot of social influence. They have a lot of just power. Mm -hmm. because they have the ear of the queen mm -hmm. um, and because they are the ones who are trusted to enact what she wants. And also, again, they're the seven most powerful warriors in Alaria for the most point. So they're really, really strong. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're, you know, some random nobleman and a knight shows up and is like, hey, uh, this is what you're going to do now. You're not going to fight them for the most part, A, because the queen is going to have their back, not yours. And secondly, you know, one of them, you know, one of them literally has like this this nightmarish celestial power and is just kind of reining it in because she wants order in the world. Mm -hmm. You don't you don't really go like, well, I'm not giving 30 percent of my crops to this nation. Mm -hmm. you're, you're not going to do that. What, are ta what is taxation like in Alaria? Um, Alaria actually has a higher tax rate than a lot of other nations, uh, with the exception of the Boros Empire, mm -hmm. uh, because the Boros Empire has such a heavy military that they 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 need to fund that their taxation is, though uh, Alaria's taxation is resource-based, whereas mm -hmm. uh, the Boros Empire's taxation is exclusively uh, money-based. Mm -hmm. uh, Oceanvar has no taxation system mm -hmm. for the most part because it's all essentially city-states. It's all individualized based on, like Palabar has taxation pretty solidly, mm -hmm. whereas like, you know, a town like Aurora Mern is really just, hey guys, let's all help each other out. Mm -hmm. Which is how Aurormern works, because mm -hmm. it's really, really small, and everybody's like, hey, Fisher dude, would you trade this for this? It's like, yes, I would love to do that. They're very, they're actually in, mostly in anarchy. Mm -hmm. But like but like in Alaria, it's like, okay, well, like you can have like this many bushels of, of wheat or whatever, and then that just goes to like the royal store or something like that. Yes. And it gets, does it get redistributed at all? Or? Yes. Okay. Um, while the while the kings and queens of Alaria live pretty lavishly because they're monarchs, mm -hmm. uh, they actually have really good like social welfare programs. Mm -hmm. At least they have since Queen Elisa's reign. Mm hmm um, she's been very interested in keeping everybody happy because the way things are going right now is so chaotic that so much influence has happened to the other nations that she's just trying to keep everybody as happy with the current situation as possible so that that influence doesn't leak into Alaria. Mm -hmm. So it, it, part of it is she's just benevolent and she's kind and she, you know, wants, she's altruistic, but a lot of it is also... It is it is better for Queen Elise, in a Queen Elise's opinion, to be loved than feared, mm -hmm. and to keep the situation and keep her people as happy and comfortable as they can be, so that that influence of like the chromatic dragons doesn't get into Alaria, at least through like you know dissent or discontent or any problems that they have. Okay. 
All right. Well, let's wrap up our initial dive into Alaria right now. Um, and like Alex said at the top, like we'll definitely get back into this. Uh, and uh, if, if you all are listening to this and you have any thoughts for other stuff, like from what we've talked about that you want us to dig into, just leave a comment or, or shoot us a message or something like that. Uh, but so, Alex, what are we going to talk about next week? Which of the four nations? Um, while I am super excited to keep going into Alaria, I'm going to dive a little bit into Talaire okay. next week. Yeah. And like like we said, like we'll circle back to this. We just want to try to work out some overviews at the beginning, and then we'll really start digging into some deep dives later on. But uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. <laughs>